Welcome to the Questions of Faith podcast. I'm Brad Stevens here with Dr. Timothy Laredo. The question we're asking the doctor today is, how do I deal with discouragement? Yeah, discouragement is something that, truth of the matter is, we all face and deal with. And so, how should we deal with that uh, from a Christian perspective? What are some principles that we can look at that will help us to uh, deal with seasons of discouragement in a good way? What are you looking at? We're going to look at three different perspective changes in this episode and how our perspective can greatly affect discouragement in our life. In this episode, just want to say thank you so much for uh, joining us on this journey of answering questions of faith and uh, really pray that it's been a blessing to you, encouragement to you. Uh, Hopefully you've learned something along the way, but also hopefully it's uh, encouraged you to uh, live out and walk out your faith in uh, in fresh ways. And so I just want to say thank you for uh, joining us on this journey. It's been it's been awesome so far. Episode number. 23. Wow. Isn't that crazy? It's pretty incredible. We're almost coming up on a half a year of yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Six months. Yeah. Since the beginning of January. And here we are in the middle of June. So who knows what's going to happen. Before we get started in this episode, I'm going to ask you to do something for me. I need you to take out your phone. Go ahead. Take it out. Unless you're driving. Oh, yeah, do unless that. you're driving, then, then we'll wait. <laughs> but on your preferred audio platform, if you're listening to us through a podcasting app or on Facebook, take a moment to leave us a review. It'd be awesome if you could leave us a five-star review. Uh, maybe not so awesome if it's a one-star review, but I mean, I guess a <laughs> hey, review we'll is a review. whatever we get, right? <laughs> yeah. And if you really want to be an overachiever and leave a written review, that honestly really does help us out and it does help spread the word. Yeah. So if we could take a moment and leave a review today, that would be awesome. Yeah. And it not being really just for us, but also it would help somebody else that you don't know, you've never met, you probably will never meet uh, to be able to uh, get some of this content. And if it's been a blessing to you, uh, it, it could be a blessing to somebody else as well. So thank you for doing that. Well, getting right on into the episode, Dr. Tim, how do I deal with discouragement? Mm, I've been discouraged. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you've been discouraged, raise your hand. Unless you're driving, Uh, Uh, don't don't raise your hand. Uh, Keep both hands on the wheel. Uh, But reminded of Christian in the Valley of Despair. Mm, mm, Yeah. yeah. What what was the dungeon? It was a dungeon of despair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, What was the giant? Pilgrim's Progress. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. Would ask me that. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what that is. But he was in a bad place. Yeah. And there was discouragement all around. I need to reread that book. Mm -hmm. It's been a long time since I've read it. Uh, Yeah. Discouragement is uh, one of those things that it's it's so real <laughs> like it's something that uh, everybody faces and before uh, talking about how we as Christians should deal with discouragement I, I just want to kind of lay out a foundation of the realities regarding discouragement because um, I know one of the things that the enemy does in our lives is he loves to make us feel as if we are uh, somehow different or s- things that we face in life are somehow, um, you know, oddities that we're the only ones doing these things or facing these things or going through these things. Um, but the truth of the matter is that discouragement is universal, right? I mean, it doesn't matter who you are, uh, how long you've been saved, how, uh, you know, spiritual you are, like discouragement is something that we all face. And the reason for that is because discouragement is tied to our humanity 
right? And we are um, we're, we're humans, right? We're, we are uh, physical, limited beings. And so discouragement is not tied to our salvation, but it's tied to our humanity, right? So a lot of times people when think about discouragement, they're like, oh, I'm discouraged. And so that must mean that I'm not saved or that, um, you know, I've got some something wrong with me spiritually because I'm discouraged. And I'm like, no, you're just human, <laughs> you know, and you're yeah. just dealing with the effects of humanness of emotions and the things that happen in our life that cause us to to you know, uh, be discouraged, to be uh, down about what's maybe going on in our life or things that haven't been ideal that we would have liked. So would you say that discouragement is fleshly? Yeah, not in a uh, so not that, in a that, fleshly carnal. Yeah, sense. yeah, not in a sinful way. When yeah. we talk about fleshly, a lot of times but in the just Bible, the human that's, side. Yeah, of yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just us. our. It's just the human condition is one in which um, discouragement is something that we have to deal with, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. universal. It's something that whether you're saved or not, it doesn't impact the fact that you you will get discouraged, right? People who aren't saved get discouraged. People that are saved get discouraged. The big difference is, and we're going to talk about this in this episode, is how the Christian should respond to discouragement should be different than the way in which person who is not saved responds to discouragement, you know. So, person who's not saved, they're going to respond by, you know, uh, drinking, right? Uh, get drunk, uh, forget their problems, uh, or drugs, or uh, you know, some fleshly desire to 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 try to push away that discouragement, or running away from sure, it, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, facing it. Yeah, and so from a Christian's perspective, we're going to say, no, that's obviously not the way we deal with discouragement, um, but we still have to deal with discouragement. Getting saved doesn't remove our humanness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes uh, it can be this misconception of the Christian life. I get saved and I, I shouldn't have to deal with these things. Like somehow those my humanness disappears when I get saved, right? Um, it's kind of funny put in that way we're like oh obviously it doesn't right but i think there is there's this kind of subconscious idea out there that um you know getting saved will um cause me not to have to deal with these things or face these things and that's just not the reality of it the reality of it is is that it's um it's universal everybody deals with discouragement and uh, that's me, that's you, uh, that's the person that you look up to who you think is the most spiritual person that you've ever met in your life. Uh, they deal with it. Um, you look at the scripture, Moses deals with it, right? Uh, Peter, uh, so many different people you know, deal in scripture with discouragement. And so, yeah, I just want to uh, say that first. It's universal. Like it, it's not it doesn't mean that you are uh, somehow less, uh, you know, of a Christian or anything like that. It just means you're human. That's and one thing that Satan wants to do is get us isolated yeah. or, or make us isolate ourselves from sure, others thinking sure. we're all alone. Yeah. And something's wrong with me that I'm, I'm mm-hmm. somehow abnormal because of it. Another thing, uh, just laying a foundation here is that discouragement is reoccurring. So it's this, this, this thing that we have to face 
and we have to face and we have to face it's not this singular battle yeah 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 it's not like um you know chicken pox did you ever get chicken pox as a kid thankfully no you have never had chicken no pox? I, I believe i was vaccinated actually oh okay look at so, you that may have look at you vaxer <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh, another podcast <laughs> yeah but um yeah so you know chicken pox is one of those things you get it once obviously and you don't have to worry about getting it uh-huh. again right uh-huh. and man it would be awesome if discouragement worked like that like yeah. you, you discouraged you know once in your now christian wait, life can, can't you get shingles if you've had chicken pox Yes, yeah, you ah, can. Yeah. But this can go into our realm of <laughs> discouragement may come back in a different way. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. And in different seasons of life, discouragement about different things, you know, um, because uh, our seasons of life, um, you know, what we were discouraged about when we were younger, uh, we may not have to deal with that Priorities ever change. again, yeah. but we're still going to have to deal with the root cause of mm-hmm. discouragement, maybe in a different form. So, uh, again, this idea of, okay, it's universal, everybody has to deal with it, and, you know, I, I, I have to continually work with in my humanness and recognize that I, I'm going to get discouraged in the future as well, and I, I may be discouraged right now, but that, uh, you know, it's, it's something that, that continues to – I have to continue to allow the Lord to help me in, and it's not a, oh, I got this fix once, and now I don't have to deal with, um, with discouragement. And the fact that it comes back in different forms over different issues around different things, uh, you know, the enemy really likes to work in that, in that area to continually bring that reoccurring to us uh, to try to um, – to ultimately destroy our souls, right? And so just this this awareness, okay, uh, I've been discouraged before, I'll be discouraged in the future, to not have this uh, ostrich head in the sand moment of like, you know, be surprised, mm-hmm. oh, I'm facing discouragement, like like something like what, what Peter talked about, uh, you know, this uh, some strange thing has happened to me, right? But uh, it, it's just a reality that we all live within. Uh, another one that uh, I think is an important uh, foundation just to get started on this is recognizing that uh, discouragement is contagious. It's it's highly contagious. I see. And yeah. and this idea yeah, of right. di- discouragement. Um, Man, you ever been around somebody who was just discouraged An all Eeyore. the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sky was always gray. It was always raining. Uh, there was nothing ever good anywhere. Uh, had nothing to good to say, right? That that person, they just, they have that aura of discouragement. And it bleeds off into everybody around them, right? Yes, And discouragement is, it, it's, a, in, in, it's an effective thing. Like, it can impact uh, those that are around us. And so recognizing that from a couple aspects, one, that, you know, who I surround myself with is important, right, in many, many different ways. Um, but to, you know, if you're always hanging around people who are always discouraged, you're probably going to be discouraged a lot, right? Um, those friends that suck the life out of you. Yeah, right. And and there's a certain degree which, you know, you can't avoid mm-hmm. that completely, obviously. But at the same time, to be intentionally putting yourself in life-giving, encouraging places is really, really important. And filling yourself with um, spirit-inspired uh, people and people that will encourage you. Uh, because... It will rub off on you uh, in in real practical ways, um, and then one more th- foundational thing um, before we get looking at a couple principles is that discouragement is 
if you allow the Spirit of God to to help help you, is always temporary. Like it's one of those things that uh, is it's a season, and it's not uh, it, it's not God is able to help us to work through those seasons and to 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 come out the other side of those seasons. Um, and to recognize that this is not discouragement is not a place that God designed us to live in, but it is a temporary state that uh, God wants to bring us from, right? Mm-hmm. And He does allow us to go into those seasons, and uh, there's real great opportunity to grow in those seasons and to mature and to develop in those seasons, uh, to put our trust and our faith and our hope in Christ in those moments, but to recognize that um, those seasons are temporary gives us a um, gives us a, a, a real hope, recognizing that um, that 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 this discouragement season is is just that, right? It's a season. Now, is the temporary dependent upon what we do? In that season, yeah, it, it, in a large degree, uh, n- not always, but to a large degree, we can lengthen our season of discouragement yep. by the way in which we respond mm-hmm. to the discouragement. Um, and um, I think that's some of the principles we're going to talk about in in this episode is going to be helping us to look at some. I mean, these are really simple principles I'm going to lay out here. This is nothing going to be earth shattering or probably deep revelation for us, but it's so important for us to recognize that. In this real life thing that we have to deal with of discouragement, um, the way that I respond is going to impact how I uh, move from discouragement and uh, what God does with me in that season of discouragement and how he brings me out. Something I've realized is that the results of discouragement can be greatly magnified in our lives if we're not careful. And what I mean by that is, if you look at Scripture, uh, what people did in moments of discouragement really had long-term effects if they didn't do godly things or right things in that moment. It had huge impacts in their life because of moments of discouragement. A couple examples um, that you probably are super familiar with, but Abraham, right? He has this discouragement over the promises of God that he's received at the age of 75, and it's been almost 25 years later, still haven't received them. And in a moment of discouragement, in a moment of trying to handle the situation in his own, Ishmael is produced, right? And it has huge implications, right? right. In fact, even to this day, it has implications. Um, that, that that discouragement over, God, you said you were going to do this, and, and this was going to happen, and this is how my life was supposed to work out, and this is what I thought was going to happen. And that moment of discouragement, instead of trusting and leaning in God in that moment, the the thing that he did was magnified. Because of the uh, of what he did in that moment of discouragement, um, I think of another example: the 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 ten spies that go into Israel and uh, say, "No, we can't go in, and there's no way. There's giants, and it's it's all bad, right?" Uh, and those ten spies, the results of their moment of looking at what they were facing and saying, "Nope." We can't do this and get discouraged and say, there's no way possible. 
that led to 40 years. Back to the desert we go. Yeah, a whole generation being lost because of a moment of 10 leaders saying, this is discouraging. We can't do this, right? And um, I mean, there's so many examples we could look at um, of that. But, but this idea that in moments of discouragement, I found something that's been very helpful for me is to not make any big rash decisions in moments of discouragement. Because if I'm not careful, I'll make a decision in that moment that will it will have long lasting effects and because i'm discouraged you, you know this intuitively but when you're discouraged you don't think right right when you're discouraged even the most like basic thing can feel like a big deal right yeah <laughs> you know i mean like it's something that normally is not a big deal at all you're very self protective yes and defensive yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. and everything is magnified mm-hmm. everything feels magnified and yeah. bigger in those moments um and so you know um just having that awareness okay i, I- i'm feeling discouraged right now Now's not the time to make big decisions about, uh, you know, uh, life or, uh, you know, uh, spiritual matters, churches, you know, all those type of things. Um, man, I've just seen people make that mistake a lot. And uh, it, it's uh, one of those things where intuitively you're like, oh, I'm discouraged, so I need to do something different, right? Because I need to get out of this discouragement. Uh, and there are some principles we're going to lay out here that that we can apply to our lives to help us to get out of that discouragement but just acting in the moment of discouragement um, can lead to uh, some really negative impacts in our life mentioned this word in the last segment and i think it's probably really really important and mm. that's it being intentional mm. so so are you saying that we need to be intentional and realize where we are what's going on we don't need to make any rash decisions we mm. need to be very very aware and intentional right. about everything we're doing mm-hmm. because in the situation where everything's magnified you know, our small decisions can have great sure, impacts. So sure. it, being intentional is really important yeah. when you're discouraged. And, and having um, emotional intelligence. Uh, so a lot of people uh, think about, you know, IQ, which is, you know, your 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 thinking and, and having intelligence in that way. But I found uh, uh, that emotional intelligence is, is one of those things that a lot of people don't recognize as important. And recognizing emotional intelligence recognizes I'm discouraged right now, and you know I, I I I'm aware of where I'm at and my frame of mind, and not what's going on with me and all the you know recognizing so where you're check at. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, this this first principle I want to talk about um and talking about uh dealing the Christian dealing with discouragement is is super simple and when i say this people are going to be like oh really that's all you got <laughs> but it's it's this get our focus back on christ right in that moment and yes super simple it's a duh moment right but man 
I found that whenever I'm discouraged, the reason a lot of times that I'm discouraged is because I'm I'm focusing my attention on so many thi- other things other than Christ, right? Not that I don't love God or that I don't, you know, uh, you know, have all the right belief system still. Like none of that things changed. But whatever it is that is in front of me that I'm dealing with that's discouraging me, I'm putting so much attention and focus on that that it it momentarily can blind me to where my focus really needs to be is that on Christ um, and, and recognizing him as the source of my help in moments of discouragement is, and it's so vital um, because we get into a situation where I'm like, okay, how am I going to deal with this situation? How am I going to handle this situation or the circumstance that, that happened to me? making me discouragement and what am I going to do? How am I going to deal with this discouragement? How am I going to, and I want to be like, okay, first let's just recognize I got to get my attention, my focus back on Christ and him being the source of my help and my hope. And just that little shift uh, can be really, really powerful in my mindset of dealing with discouragement. So, this this recognition of that the source of my help in moments of discouragement, uh, it, it it has to come from God and to look to Him to put Him at the center of my my affection and my attention in the moments of discouragement, um, really is a, a foundational principle for dealing with discouragement. Um, you know when uh, we, 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 the truth of the matter is we don't see things the way that they are. We see things the way we are. That's really good. Yeah. And, and see our perspective. Yeah. Th- and so like in moments of discouragement, if we aren't, you know, keeping our focus and our attention on Christ, we are in a place where the discouragement and the situation, it, it appears so... Uh, daunting. It appears so huge and so insurmountable that, you know, it it may or may not be that way, but the position that I'm in, I view it that way. And, mm-hmm. or, and really, I found, at least within me, I can speak for everybody, but again, back to that magnification principle, like I magnify the situation because of where I'm at. I magnify it so much bigger than it probably really is, mm-hmm. right? Well, it's like we have this vertical view mm. where we're just seeing everything right in front of us, yeah. but we don't have this aerial view that mm. God has. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, uh, I could definitely see that though. Yeah. Um, you can hold your hand up and block out the sun. Mm. You know, is your hand as big as the sun? Right. No. But it's all about perspective. Sure, sure. And to uh, to recognize that the position that I'm in, uh, the way that I am seeing things, is impacting um, my emotional life, my spiritual life, and it may or may not be an accurate perception of reality. Uh, and that's why you know it's so important to get our eyes on Christ, get our get our eyes on the Word of God to see. 
is this uh, is this an accurate perception of what's going on, and or is am I making this um, am I being selfish in this moment? Am I being prideful in this moment? Am I um, thinking more highly of myself than I ought to? Right, those type of things that. Um, you know, could cause uh, me to to get my eyes off of Christ. So then, should we try and cor- correct our perspective? Is that yeah, what you're saying? yeah, yeah. That, I, I, that 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 idea of looking to Jesus, getting our our focus back on Him. The principle, the p- purpose of that is to help us to if if we're looking at this discouraging moment and all of our attention and focus is on that, we could be making that situation bigger than it really is or uh, magnifying it to a degree that is unhealthy for us. But if we get uh, our eyes on Christ and see things through His lens and through the Word of God lens, it really be helpful for us in appropriately judging the situation. Um, and so I, th- I think that's really helpful. One of the uh, uh, verses in scripture that is really helpful for me in looking through this is is in Isaiah 5 and 6 and in that story uh Isaiah in chapter 5 he has this uh moment where he's prophesying about how bad things are in Israel he's like everybody's doing wrong everything's wicked you all are sinners you all need to repent it's just this discouraging despondent you know prophet being like Y'all got some problems, <laughs> and I'm having to deal with all your problems. I'm right? tired of I'm it. I'm tired of it. Y'all need to repent. And he's he goes, I think it's like five or six times, he's like, woe unto you, woe unto you. Like, he's going down the list of woes. Y'all need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then chapter six, you know what happens in chapter six? He has this moment where he gets his eyes on Christ, on God, right? And he sees him high and lifted up. And he goes from, hey, y'all got all these problems and you're all the reason why we're in this shape that we're in to, woe is me, (laughs) right? Mm. Like, it's not everybody else that's got the problems. Perspective change. Yeah, it's perspective change when he has this this moment with God and he realized, you know what, the problem isn't somebody else or somewhere else, but it's in my perspective and that I have got to get uh, things right with Isaiah <laughs> before I can go and do what God wants me to do. And and, and that, that principle, I think, is helpful for us to get our eyes on, yeah, there's discouraging things around us, and yeah, we can point our fingers in all these different areas, but God... I need you to work in me and work in my heart and uh, and get the focus back on what God wants to do in in my life. And so we can't always change what's going on around sure, us. Sure, we sure. can't change how people are treating us or how the situation is treating us. Right. But our first response, yeah. if I'm understanding what you're saying, mm-hmm. is to look to God to make sure that our perspective is correct in a situation. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And to to have that that uh, that spirit moment where God is uh, working in us uh, and allowing us to uh, to not just oh, it's all these problems and it's all outside, but God, what do you want to teach me in this moment? What do you want to do in me in this moment? Uh, and to giving God the opportunity to do that only happens when we get our eyes off of the things that are discouraging all the, and back onto onto Jesus. So I'm a kind of practical person. I like to think in literal terms. Mm. So it would I would assume that it might be good for you to step away from the situation mm. for a moment to try and get alone, be sure. intentional about yeah. 
getting your perspective back on God. Yeah, yeah, taking some some uh, extra time to uh, to be in prayer and to uh, you know uh, look to the Word of God and how what it says about the situation that I'm specifically dealing with in order to uh, to deal with that appropriately. So principle number two uh, I want to talk about for dealing with uh, discouragement, the ways in which a Christian uh, should deal with discouragement, is not only should we get our focus back on Jesus and God and all that he he, uh, is, but to get our focus back on all the blessings that we have in our lives. And the truth of the matter is that no matter what you and I are going through in this present situation or how discouraged we may be as Christians, we can point to numerous blessings that we have, right? I mean, so many blessings that we have in our lives uh, by the fact that we are uh, saved and the fact that we uh, have sins forgiven, the fact that God has blessed us in, in numerous, numerous ways that it's so easy in moments of discouragement to look at all the things that are wrong, right, and all the things that are negative and have that, as you mentioned earlier, the Eeyore moment where everything is bad. And that's just a lie, right? That's just a lie from the adversary that um, that I am super blessed, even in the most discouraging moments. Wow. I am blessed, and the enemy doesn't want us to focus on those things or look at those things, but if we are going to overcome uh, this discouragement, we've got to uh, get our eyes back on Jesus, focusing upon Him, and then focusing on all the things that He's done for us uh, is a really, really important principle in dealing with discouragement. I've been privileged with going to Zambia, Africa twice mm, yeah, and um, and worshiping there at Eastgate Revival Center. I'd say on a Sunday morning, they have maybe like 150, 200, maybe mm-hmm. 250 people mm-hmm. um, and stepping in to mm. that service. Yeah. So they pick us up at the hotel and this crazy rinky dink bus <laughs> and we were hoping we we're going to get to church. We get to church and as we're walking in, they've been worshiping for like two hours yeah, already. Yeah. And we walk in and um, uh, it's almost like dirt floors, open air windows, it's dusty, but they are going at it in worship. Yeah. And the pastor, Pastor Sinek, gets up and he just leads that congregation in worship Mm. and praise in a place that I would consider to be so poor Mm -hmm. and so sad and so destitute, but their worship honestly far exceeds much worship I've seen here in America. And it's such a humbling moment to realize if they're giving this much worship to God, yeah, how much more yeah. should I be? Giving? Exactly, yeah. It's that perspective mm-hmm. moment. They're not focused on how poor they are, sure. what their situation is. They are focused on magnifying God. Yeah, yeah, and recognizing their blessings and all the things yes. that they have that God has blessed them with. When in comparison, you and I and ninety nine point nine percent of our listeners have you know, a thousand times Absolutely. more things than they do, right? I mean, it's just, it's yeah, mind-blowing. We, feel we still have 
yet we still find time to complain right. and get discouraged over if we change our perspective, the tiniest of things. Yeah, yeah. And you know, the truth of the matter is that we're we're often quick to make these things that allow us to be discouraged, we're quick to to make them such a big deal. Um when in comparison, if we were to look at all of our blessings in contrast to a lot of the other things that this world has and people don't have, like, you know what? I am really, really, really blessed. And, um, you know, I remember a particular time uh, where I was I was dealing with a season of discouragement. And, um, man, I, I, I remember just I was I was struggling to get out of that season of discouragement, and um, something that the Spirit of God impressed on me to do, uh, which helped me to get to this principle here that I'm talking about, was for 30 days, God impressed upon me that every day I needed to write down 10 things that I was thankful for. Every day. And every day, those 10 things could not be the same 10 things that I wrote down the day before. So I had to have 10 new things every day that I was thankful for. So at the end, you have 300 things. 300 things. Unique things. Unique things oh, wow. that I'd be thankful for. And, you know, the first day was super easy. Oh, 10 yeah. days, you know, and, and really nothing much, you know, I was like, I'm thankful, you know, for my wife. I'm thankful for my children. All, all great things. I'm thankful yeah. for my church, you know, good things. 10, you know, uh, but then I really had to think, <laughs> you know, once Start I- to 100 50, yeah, yeah, I really had to think through my blessings Wow! and what I was thankful for. And it was really a helpful thing for me in, in breaking through that cycle of discouragement, a season of discouragement, as I, at the end of the, the time, I had 300 things. And I just laid out those 300 things, and I just, I just had a season of weeping, right? And just a yeah. season of like, God, you're so good to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it it didn't change the situation necessarily that I was discouraged about. But it, your perspective was but changing. My, exactly. My perspective was, God, you've been so good to me. And yes, things aren't like I'd like them to be in this particular moment, but but so much in my life has is good and you've blessed me and and why am i focusing on this one thing so much to an exorbitant amount of my energy my time my focus um my emotions are so tied up in this one thing that i have failed to recognize all the other blessings in my life and uh you know when we begin to think about all that god has done for us the things that you know, discourage us and the things that we're doing. They're they're things that we recognize they're there, they're real, but man, God has been so good to me, right? It reminds me of almost like an eclipse that happens. Mm, And while the moon does cover the sun, the sun shines around Mm. and we start to see those blessings come around Mm. our situation. Yeah. 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 And I really just encourage uh, the listener, if you're listening right now and you, you know, you're in that season of discouragement, uh, do that as a spiritual discipline. Take, take the next month uh, and just uh, every day, write down your blessings and I, I, I can't help but think that that's going to have a tremendous impact in your life uh, in this season of going through uh, what you're going through to 
this second principle to get your eyes on your blessings and all the things that God has done for you and to consider uh, all the things that he's blessed you with. So far, we've had two perspective changes, and the mm-hmm. first being that we need to focus back on God and then mm-hmm. also realize our blessing. What's the third? Yeah, so this third principle um, is, I think, really important to have this long-term focus on the future. And for the Christian, that future is one which is eternally with God, right? And this future of is one that is blessed and is uh, one which is secure in Christ. And now, are we talking about temporal future or no, eternal? Future? I'm talking about eternal future. Okay. Yeah. So this eternal future um, that is uh, with God, right? And a lot of times when we're discouraged, it's it's about things that are temporal, right? And they're real. I'm not minimizing the reality of the temporal because the temporal is obviously very real. But to to have a perspective of the eternal that sees the temporal through that lens. So it's this lens of I seeing the temporal through eternal things helps me to recognize that in the large scale of things that what I am discouraged about in the moment does it really matter or not? Does it really have the weight that I'm giving it in this moment when I view it from that larger eternal lens? I think it's really helpful for us to see that, um, you know, just frankly, a lot of the things that that I, I, I when I am in seasons of discouragement, I have to come to and be like, okay, you know, a um, hundred years from now, <laughs> is this is this is this something that really uh, I'm going to look back and say, I spent my time well being discouraged, right? Mm. A thousand years from now, you know, uh, it, it, or is it something that is a temporal uh, thing that is not the way I want it to be? It's not ideal. It's not the way I'd like it to be. But it's also something that, uh, in, from that lens, uh, is not of value, is not of worth my time, energy, emotional, uh, you know, perspective of putting mm-hmm. that in there. Does that make sense? It does. Now, I I wouldn't want to ask the question, though. There are legitimate things that can discourage us that have eternal Absolutely. Impacts. Absolutely. So, how should we view those? I'm, I'm talking about, like, sickness. Sure. But then even beyond that, mm-hmm. um, f- families and salvation. Sure, sure, yeah. So, when... Those eternal impacts mm-hmm. are in the discouragement. Sure. How should we view those? Uh, again, if you, you're viewing them through that eternal lens, you're seeing that, again, it's like sickness, it's a temporary mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. right? It, okay. it, it doesn't mean that it's fun or pleasant or something that we enjoy going through that, that at all by any means. It's not to minimize that... Uh, that moment or that season of sickness, but to recognize that even if that sickness leads to death, 
that for the Christian, that is that's that's a win, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that in that moment of grief and that moment of hardship, that uh, is real, right? But at the same time, the eternal is real, right? Yes. And that reality of of what God has done through the cross and the resurrection is also real, and our hope in those things. And so, really, then there's only one eternal thing mm. that could bring great discouragement and that would be salvation of mm. sure. friends and family around you sure or, or lack of salvation right of yeah friends and, family and to you. you know and that and to see it through that lens you know recognizing that that god loves that lost person more than i do that god cares for them and to have that that lens of that perspective to see that god wants them saved and that even that, more than we do right and that uh, it's not up on all on me to make this happen right i can't make it happen anyways That's right good. and to have that 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 eternal perspective that lens helps us to see that that god wants uh that you know to be the case as well and to pray for uh that person that that their heart would soften and that their will would would be subject to God. But, you know, um, one of the things in this that I want to say is that if there is no afterlife, that literally nothing we do matters. Nothing we do matters in this life. A hundred years from now, this podcast will have no value, right? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. A uh, hundred years from now, yeah. everything that you do uh, in this life will have been gone, and, you know, because you'll be, you'll be dead. You know, you, only thing that will last will what through your family, right? Well, a thousand years from now, even that impact will be gone. Yeah. Right? Um, a, a thousand years from now. And uh, ten thousand years from now, right? If there's no afterlife, nothing we do will ultimately matter. Ultimately, it won't. But if there is an afterlife, everything we do matters. Mm-hmm. Everything we do matters. Oh, that's a perspective change. Yeah, and this mm-hmm. this long term eternal perspective recognizes that. That everything I do really does matter. It has a a long term eternal impact. That that this this little podcast that you know is is something that um, you know we're not number one on podcast charts, right? We're not getting you know, not nearly. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you spend all this time, effort, energy to do? Because yeah. it has an impact mm-hmm. internally, right? Um, the the things that you do the 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 work that you're doing for God it matters eternally whether or not anybody recognizes it or not no, whether or not anybody is like you know hey good job you did really good there affirms what you're doing for God or affirms uh the stand that you make for God it all matters from that eternal perspective. And so if we have that longer perspective, recognizing that, you know, 
these things that I'm trying to do for God, a lot of times we can feel like, oh, does it really have any value? Or, you know, my life, this nine to five, does it really have any value? And and all these things, these discourage the enemy wants to discourage us on whether or not we're making an impact or not, or whether or not we're doing anything of value or not. And if you only view it from the temporal, the answer sometimes could be no. It doesn't have any value. Right. But if you view it from an eternal perspective, a longer term, you just like, no, it does really matter as a father how I raise my children, as, as a mother how I, I, I continue to stand for the things of God. And, and all these different things, they really do have an eternal implication. And in, re- in relation to discouragement, it matters how I handle this situation. Exactly, exactly. It matters how I respond in this moment, whether or not I get my eyes uh, up, up back on God in this moment and all his blessings, or if I continue to stay in the cycle of discouragement, it, it really matters because not only is it impacting me and could ultimately impact my spiritual condition, right? But it impacts those around me and those that I am influencing. And having that that longer perspective, recognizing that, you know what, uh, I, I'm not living just for right now, for this moment, this thing that is discouraging in front of me. Um, I, I, this is not all there is, that there's a longer uh, bigger picture that's involved. Um, and as people that believe in the afterlife, everything matters in this life. One of my favorite verses is in Hebrews where it talks about, um, he, he talks about the just shall live by faith. And if any man uh, doesn't uh, live by faith, my soul will have no pleasure in him. And he says, we are not of them that draw back, uh, but we are of those who continue to have faith in Christ and continue to move forward in Christ. And it's this idea of uh, that I have to live by faith. And this living by faith involves times of discouragement where what's in front of me does not look like I'd like it to look, but I've got to live by faith, recognizing that there is an eternal thing that is uh, that I'm living for. And if I'll do that, that will cause me not to draw back, to turn back. And, and the writer of Hebrews says, we are not of them that draw back. We're, we're not those people that allow uh, the things of this life, the cares of this world to cause us to turn around and allow our discouragement to consume us. But we're people that live by faith and walk by faith. And and so we our faith will be rewarded as we have that long term perspective of what God wants to do in our lives. The other day, our youth pastor he told me that um, uh, grass doesn't grow on the mountaintops; mm. snow does. Mm-hmm. And and we love the mountaintop experiences. Mm. But where does grass grow? Where does growth happen? Mm. It happens in the valleys. Yeah, yeah. There's no grass on top of the mountain. So these these seasons, these valleys that we sure. go through. They can be good. Yes. Yeah. And they can be moments of real uh, leaning into our faith and really leaning into what we quote unquote believe, right? What we say we believe, having these moments of, I believe that, that, I need to look to God. I believe that I, I'm blessed, but in those moments of discouragement to be like, I don't just believe it, I, I'm, I'm living in that 
uh, and living that out in real uh, practical ways um, and to to trust in the Lord that he will uh, help us through these seasons. You're not the only one that's going through these seasons uh, and that's you're not the last one to go through it uh, and this this is something that we all face, but uh, by the help of grace and God, we will make it through. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Questions of Faith podcast. If you like what you've heard, please consider subscribing and write a review on your preferred audio platform. That would really help us out. This show was produced by Brad Stevens, theme music by the band Liquify. Questions of Faith is a ministry of Faith Tabernacle Assembly of God located in Denton, Texas. The goal of this podcast is to equip the modern-day Christian with answers to timeless questions. If you would like to submit a question that may be highlighted on the show, you may do so by emailing us. That email address is questions at ftdenton.com. You may also submit a question by messaging our Facebook page, Questions of Faith Podcast. And until next Monday, God bless.